Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Air Cargo World's Weekly Wrap. I'm Charles Kaufman, Senior Editor, and I'm joined today by Air Cargo World Editor Karen Livingston. Hey, Karen. Hey, Charles. We're here today to discuss this week's biggest stories. Uh, And just as a note for those listening, the audio file of this recording will be posted as a podcast on the On Air with Air Cargo World brand. So looking back at this week, Karen, uh, we saw the publication of our second June feature story on air cargo payment settlement systems. And uh, we showed how, you know, digitalization has been slow on the uh, on, on the cargo side, uh, particularly compared to passenger operations. Um, you know, does this hold true for, for payment systems as well? Uh, yes. And in 2020, um, that's the case for payment systems in particular compared to other areas of air cargo operations. Um, over the past couple of years, Uh, Areas of digitalization that have lagged for years or decades even, uh, e-airway bills, for example, are finally seeing more widespread adoption. Digital booking and dynamic pricing have also increased during the pandemic and were accelerating even before that, but payment platforms are still behind. And this is a newer technology, and those airlines and forwarders we spoke with for the feature see the value in online payments. With the growth of e-commerce and online billing in general, just in our day-to-day lives, um, most people today are comfortable making payments online, but the adoption for air cargo just isn't quite there yet. And that's not necessarily because the technology isn't available. Um, There are a couple of companies that provide this technology like PayCargo and Cargo Sprint. And we cover both of those in the feature. But as air cargo operators are just now Um, updating their technologies and streamlining the number of applications in use across their networks, there's still a lot of processes to digitize before it makes sense to make digital payments a standard. Um, But based on the discussions we're having, I expect this area of digitalization will ramp up in the years ahead. Right, and certainly um, we're we're seeing that the the COVID-19 pandemic has, has been a catalyst for for uh, you know, acceleration on, on some of these fronts. So perhaps payments will um, will be one area of focus moving forward. Uh, so Air Cargo World also covered other air technology trends this week uh, and a look at how digitalization is rolling out during the, the pandemic. Did anything surprise you about tech adoption over, over the past year? Uh, definitely. Because digitalization has been such a slow process for air cargo compared to the passenger side of of aviation operations, I certainly questioned whether priorities would shift during the pandemic, Um, mostly because adoption of new technology platforms and the work required to roll them out across these networks can be pretty expensive, both from a cost perspective and in terms of the employee efforts required. But uh, the major forwarders and airlines we're speaking with clearly see the adoption of some of this technology, especially as far as uh, track and trace tech and cargo management systems go, as a necessity if, if they hope to remain competitive in this market. So, but technology isn't the only thing you covered this week. Uh, what are some of the other uh, trends that, that surfaced or emerged uh, this week? Um, One interesting item that stood out to me during the week was DHL's decision to open its first company-owned retail store in the U.S. Uh, That opened in Florida on June 24th, uh, this past Wednesday. 
DHL, of course, has more than 7,000 independently owned uh, service point partner locations in the U.S., but this is its first DHL branded location. Uh, this was interesting to me because DHL Express, of course, withdrew from domestic operations in the U.S. Uh, more than a decade ago now, uh, back in 2009, after losing a lot of money with its domestic parcel operations for several years. And as well as the Florida store that just opened, DHL also said it will open a second company-owned location in Chicago later this summer. And both of these locations uh, would feed parcels into DHL's international network uh, because Miami is a gateway into the Latin American market and DHL has facilities for four of its five divisions uh, based in Chicago. Uh, that includes DHL Express, DHL Global Forwarding, and DHL e-commerce solutions. Um, DHL Express also said that they're planning to add about 400 jobs in the US. Um, this isn't just uh, related to DHL. Express operators overall right now are seeing a surge in volumes related to e-commerce as well as PPE shipments. Um, and we'll, we'll continue watching how DHL plans to grow its US business in the months ahead. Yeah, I think there are, there are many interesting components uh, to, to track in the future with, with DHL, uh, not only on the, the uh, import-export side, but also in terms of capacity management with, uh, with belly hold capacity still uh, unreliable at this point. Um, you know, what, looking ahead to, to next week, uh, what can we look forward to reading uh, on, on Air Cargo World? Uh, well, we featured uh, frequent coverage of uh, the topic you just mentioned, how airlines and charter operators are responding to air cargo capacity shortages uh, with so many passenger aircraft grounded during the pandemic. Um, those shortfalls have, in some cases, made it pretty difficult for freight forwarders to secure capacity, even accounting for block space agreements. So in the weeks ahead, we'll be speaking with regional forwarders to gauge how things are continuing to evolve across the major trade lanes in the U.S., as well as along some of the major international trade lanes, such as the transatlantic and trans-Pacific lanes. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I'm, I'm certainly um, quite eager to see how, how trade lane capacity uh, evolves in the weeks ahead. Um, to those of you listening, that concludes our discussion for today. Uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, with more excellent coverage. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And don't forget, you'll find all of the stories we've discussed here today on aircarboworld.com. Thank you.